Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. Today, I want to talk to you a bit about the season we're in. You know, it's Christmas time, it's Hanukkah, it's holiday season. And for many of you, my listeners, my dear, dear listeners, it is an awful time of year. You know, it's a time of year where you're being reminded of what you've lost. And I see you and I hear you and I recognize that this is a very difficult year for you. I promise it will be better next year. You know, the first year that I was separated with my boys post-divorce or post-separation was literally quite awful. Like it just really wasn't a very nice Christmas, um, which is what we celebrate. But it, it was a world of difference the following year. So hang in there. It's just a few days and then it's over, right? And that's what I kind of want to talk to you about. So as I recorded this, I realized it was going to be running on the 21st of December, which is winter solstice. So as we're moving towards a new year, it is of course a time for new beginnings, but right now with winter solstice, we're being invited to open up to new beginnings a little sooner than January 1st. Today is an opportunity to to kind of get started turning your gaze forward. And what a wonderful thing to do when you're in the middle of kind of really kind of crashing on what's going on with the holidays and wishing it was just over. I want you to live into that reality a little bit and actually turn your gaze forward past the holidays. Let's get into this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of A Blessing in Divorce. My name is Elizabeth and I am your host. I'm also a divorced mother of four sons and a remarried stepmom to three, so I do know what you're going through. And as the owner and founder of The Separation Club, I guide women as they heal, rediscover themselves and create their new lives. That's what we're about here, moving forward and making something really beautiful and wonderful out of something that felt really hard. It all starts the day the old one ends. Okay, so as I said, today is winter solstice. And for those of you on the other side of the earth, it is summer solstice. And what that signals for us here in the Northern Hemisphere is the first day of winter. And it's also the shortest day of the year. It is so much darker than it is light today. And depending on where in the world you live, there are other areas, like I'm from Norway, and there, their day is literally three hours shorter than ours. And oh my God, you want to talk about sad, seasonal affective disorder and all those things on top of everything else. It's all hitting us right now. However, there's also a really beautiful energy around new beginnings. There's so many new beginnings available to us right now. And I want to encourage you to tune into this energy. So why do I talk about the moon and lunar cycles and winter solstice when I'm talking about healing from divorce? Well, let me explain a little bit where I'm coming from on that. You know, I've I've been someone who's I've run my own business for over 20 years and as such, I have participated in so many new years, you know, plan your year, plan your future, the 10 steps to success, webinars, courses, books, you know, you name it, I have done it. And you know, there was one thing I always really found difficult to do was that whole like, where do you see yourself in five years? And what do you want your business to look like in five years or 10 years even? It was overwhelming for me to think about because I didn't actually know. 
And when I think about even just the separation club since I created it, which is actually this January will be four years. I can't believe it. It's been, it's gone so fast and it's been such a joyful journey. But I can tell you that the separation club doesn't look anything like I thought it was going to. You know, my plans back then when people asked me what you want it to look like, what I told them is kind of part of it, but no. It has evolved and changed as I have changed and grown through these last four years. Did I think I was going to be running a podcast? Absolutely not. I'd like you to open your mind to to something new. And when we tune into nature to do that, I find that the journey is much gentler, easier, um, easier to tune into. So let me explain a little bit more. I am very tied to the lunar cycle. So I follow the moon, okay? So new moon, new beginnings, you know, full moon, manifestation, harvesting, whatever from, you know, what you have created for yourself. Uh, Now, fully embracing and understanding that not every goal is achieved in two weeks, which is the, the span from a new moon to full moon. But actually, the way I often look at it is, you know, when I have a new moon in, for example, Capricorn, I think about, okay, where do I want to be in six months when the Capricorn is in full moon? That's a a time frame that I can get my head around. And then when you look at just the actual lunar cycle, each phase of the moon invites you to do something different and to, to help you on this journey. And that's, I guess, I just really like the the energies that are tied to each phase. So for example, new moon, new beginnings, writing your intentions, really going within. It really invites you as the moon is dark and there's very little light, it invites you to go within, ask yourself what you want, ask yourself what matters, you know, let go of things that you don't need anymore, release, create space. And in that silence, find the answer to what you want, what your soul is calling you to do and set intentions on the new moon. And then as we head towards the full moon, of course, we're starting to take action towards that intention. And when we get to the full moon, whether we're celebrating the manifestation of something or partial manifestation or just simply celebrating that life has been beautiful for the past two weeks or four weeks since the last full moon, it doesn't really matter. It's also an opportunity to let go, to shine a spotlight on the things that hold us back. And then as we head to the next new moon, we're invited to you know, wrap up projects to take some last steps and then go within again to find what we need to do to get closer to our dream. So it's such a natural cycle. And what I want you to understand is that the energies out there, like, you know, the moon pulls on tides, it pulls on, you know, water, it affects people, Uh, any nurse, any teacher, anyone who works in mental health will tell you the moon affects us. Any emotions that you are feeling will be amplified during a full moon, for example. That's going on out there. We have a new moon on Friday in two days after this podcast launches. And then we have the winter solstice today, which is the end of a cycle and the beginning of a cycle. So now it's the first day of winter. Um, the days have been getting so dark and so short, or rather nights have gotten so long, but starting tomorrow, the days actually start to get a little lighter or longer. And of course, it's very slow and solstice actually means standing still or that the sun is standing still, which is what it feels like. It feels like it just kind of comes halfway up in the sky and sits there and then it goes back down. But as you know, two or three weeks from now, you'll notice that the days are a little bit longer. 
So there's this new beginning that exists in this new season and our days getting longer as we welcome light back into our lives, into our day, right? And then of course, the new moon, which I just explained to you. And then yes, the new year. So there's so many new beginnings around us and that is exciting. And as you know, for so many of you who listen to this podcast, you are going through or have gone through, you know, separation, divorce, Uh, maybe you haven't even started that journey yet, maybe you want to start that journey, you don't know how. And I, I want you to take a moment while you're listening to this and really think about what you want your life to look like, you know, what is a new beginning for you? What do you want to be heading towards? And instead of thinking about, you know, well, I want to separate or I want to, um, you know, do something that, you know, I want to get my finances in order. And not that you, you know, of course, you have to think about those things. But for today, and for the new moon, and even for the new year, I want your thoughts to be around the life that you want to create for yourself. Where would you like to be in the year? What would you like to be thinking to yourself when you're sitting here a year from now, maybe listening to this podcast as I talk about this winter solstice again, when you look back at the end of 2023, what do you want to be saying to yourself? Thank you. Wow. Look at my life. Look at this past year and what I have created for myself. That's what I want you to think about right now. Like, what is it that you're trying to bring into your life? Yes, you have to take some probably really unpleasant and kind of scary steps before you get there. But eye on the prize, ladies, okay? Eye on the prize. So we all know about New Year's resolutions. And like I said, I'm encouraging you to start thinking about what you want from your year in 2023. But I don't want you to get too attached to like that you have to, you know, be better or be um, stronger or, you know, like, because there's that other side of when we, when we make a resolution, for example, to um, lose weight or uh, be more tidy or be more frugal or whatever it may be, where there's an implied sense of, you know, you're doing something wrong. And I don't like that about resolutions. Instead, I'd like you to just keep the focus really clean and positive, okay? Because that's a lot easier to get emotionally attached to and involved in and invested in and committed to. In other words, you're more likely to be successful. So think about, you know, what is it that you really want to bring in this year? So if if health is one of those things and weight loss, then you could frame it as, you know, this is the year I want to really turn my health around. I really want to focus on loving my body, loving myself and feeling the healthiest and strongest I possibly can physically. Loving yourself, you know, to to be really effective when it comes to being healthy and eating well and exercising and losing weight, if that's what you need to do and want to do. It really comes or needs to come from a place of self-love and loving your body and loving yourself so much that you want to be healthy, that you want to feel better in your body. When you're thinking about, I'm, I'm too fat or I'm too overweight or I'm too big or whatever, whatever wording you're using, I want to lose weight. I want to be thinner so that, you know, someone might, might find me more attractive or so that I feel better about myself. Like I said, just think about the wording because that kind of is dragging that negative connotation behind it where 
there's something wrong with you and there's nothing wrong with you. You are the most beautiful soul. You are perfect as you are. And I am so proud of you for wanting a little bit more for yourself. As we are in the middle of the very darkest part of the winter or the winter season, um, you know, it is natural for us to retreat inside, to spend more time indoors, to head home earlier because it's so dark and cold. And, you know, we just feel this sort of innate desire to hunker down and cozy up inside. And that's completely normal and okay. And so this is a beautiful time for you to really create some space within yourself, within your heart, within your soul, but also in your physical space around you. As you know, if you think about what's going on in nature this time of year, you know, it seems like everything is dead, frozen, right? All the trees, the plants, whatever, everything is frozen. But there is a silence and a a resting period where everything in the ground is actually still very much alive, but just waiting, resting, you know, allowing for that space to come back to life as we head towards spring. And it happens in the earth a lot sooner than you might think. So I invite you to also be part of this energy. So think of yourself as cocooning in and creating space for this new life that you want to call in. And the truth is that if our environment, our physical environment is cluttered and stressful and and full of negativity, it's really hard to do that. We might know what we want and we might think about it, but it will feel really hard to connect with emotionally if our world is cluttered with negativity. And one of the great places you can start is at home, you know, cleaning out a closet. Maybe maybe you've been thinking about starting a meditation or a yoga practice in the new year. Maybe that's part of your new year's goals to be more mindful or participate in these practices. How about you clean out a nook or a spot in your living room and put your favorite chair there or do something like that to create a really special place for you to do this new practice. Another thing that you might just want to do is just use this opportunity these days off that you have Um, This time that you're kind of feeling low and not wanting to participate in all the holiday, whatever, uh, to just clean out a room, clean out a closet, reorganize, re uh, change your furniture around, you know, do whatever to create a newness around you, clearing away things. Because when our physical space is void of clutter, then we feel more spacious inside us as well and more able to bring in something new. So, That is one of the very sort of clear things that you can do to start creating that space. The other thing you can do is like a meditation practice or journaling or a mindfulness practice. And I really encourage you, if you haven't already started doing it, start doing it, even if it's just for five minutes. And if you're already doing it, maybe just during the holidays, add another five minutes in the evening or add five minutes onto your morning practice or something like that. Because again, like just a little bit more time to go within, a little bit more time to focus on that space, that void, that that space where you're going to let your dream come in, where your goals, like the things that matter to you will grow inside you. It's so important that we create space there. Now, 
we need to kind of look a little bit at some of the things that tend to sit there and prevent us from, you know, creating that space. And it's not just our physical clutter, but it's also our emotional clutter. So negative energy exists within us around old limiting beliefs, negative narratives about ourselves, things that we say to ourselves, our negative self-talk, our lack of self-worth, our sense of lack in general, that we just don't have what we want and we don't believe we can have it. And then fear. Fear is also there every day. The fear of the future, the unknown, our finances, what's going to happen, you know, how are they going to react? How are the kids going to manage? All these things that we're so afraid of. And remember, fear is only an emotion. It is not based in reality. Fear exists today. Fear is here today only. And it is something that you've decided to worry about for the future that might happen, but probably won't, honestly. The other thing about fear is that it keeps you playing small. It limits you. It holds you back. It prevents you from stepping into your light. It silences you. You know, when we are afraid, we pull back, we retract, we retreat, we we just shrink into ourselves to protect. And here's what I want you to ask yourself when you think about, I'm so afraid of the future. I'm so fearful of the legal journey of the court system or of what my ex will say or do or not do or whatever. I want you to ask yourself, am I going to let fear win the day today? Or am I going to step up for myself and be courageous? And I know I know what you want the answer to be, and I know that it's not always easy. But here's what I want you to remember. You're not doing this alone. I'm right here with you. Every week, I'm going to show up on this podcast to help you move forward. And at the end of this podcast episode, I'm going to be sharing something with you where I'm literally going to be holding your hand for the first 21 days of 2023. So stay tuned for that. But what the message I really want you to hear is that if you let fear stop you, if you find yourself saying, but I can't do that because what about this or what about that? Or I'm just so afraid of what someone else might think or say or do. Then you know that the thing that you're also doing in that moment is you're saying no to yourself. You're saying, no, I'm not going to grow this year. I am going to choose fear. I am not going to heal a whole lot this year or these first few months of the year because I'm going to focus on fear. I'm not going to step into my light and show the people I love my best self because I choose fear. And I know that you're not choosing it on purpose, like you're not actually thinking what I'm saying, but that's what's happening. So be brave and ask for help from me, from my community, from the memberships and the programs that I offer, or from whoever you are getting support from. Okay, go to them and say, look, here's what I want to do in 2023. Here's who I, how I want to show up. And here's what I want to be. Can you help me, please? Can you hold my hand? And when I get really scared, can you keep helping me move forward? That's all you have to say. And they will do that for you. Because letting go of something that you have believed about yourself and believed about life for a long time, it is scary. And your your brain actually messes with you because it's going to play tricks on you. It's going to try to pull you back to your old patterns and the old ways of thinking. For example, 
you know, if you are afraid that you're going to be alone forever, if you leave your partner, right? It's like, I'll be alone forever. What if this is a mistake? What if I regret my decision? Honestly, if you've gotten to a place where you're seriously thinking about leaving your partner and you've been thinking about it for a long time, I know you have, then it's not a mistake. You've already you've already run through every possible scenario and possibility and you have tried and tried and tried again. You have exhausted yourself emotionally to get to the place where you are now. All I want you to think about right now is how do I want to feel in 2023? How do I want to show up for myself? How do I want to show up for the people that I love? And what are the things that are holding me back? You should be writing these things down, but I will go through those questions with you one more time so that you can pause this and you can write them down. But before I do that, let's just talk a little bit about some steps that you can take to move yourself forward as you spend time reflecting on new beginnings and creating space for yourself, right? So what I was just talking about, they're more like journaling prompts and I'm going to get back to it, I absolutely promise. But here's what I'd like you to do. There's like, there's basically six steps, okay? So if you have a pen and paper, here is number one. Get clear on what you want out of life. It can be an intention or a goal. And the difference between the two is a goal is more like a tangible, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to start earning this much money. I want to change my job by July, for example. Those are goals. You can also set intentions. Intentions are more around, uh, I want to be healthier. I want to be more at peace. I want to heal. So intentions tend to be more wrapped into feelings and emotions of what you want to create for yourself. You can do both, by the way, but just get clear on what it is that you would like to achieve throughout the year. Don't overthink it and do not apply reason. Do not apply what's reality, okay? Don't say to yourself, is that realistic? Don't go there. Right now, you're just kind of doing a little bit of a brain dump of the things that you want from this year. I'd like to heal. I want to feel more at peace. I'd like to get this divorce behind me. I'd like to move. I'd like to get healthy this year and just just throw them in there and then don't worry about when or how or anything. Just write it down. Okay. Number two, create space physically and emotionally for your dreams. So I talked about this earlier in the podcast about how to create physical space for yourself and how to do it emotionally. Now, a really important part of creating emotional space for yourself is number three, which is gaining clarity on what is standing in your way emotionally. So these are limiting beliefs. I've talked about these already as well. Limiting beliefs, negative self-talk, negative narratives about life in general and yourself. It can also be habits that you want to let go of, things that you tend to do that you don't want to do anymore because maybe they served you before, but they don't anymore. It can even be people, okay? So make a list, just Get some clarity on what it is that's standing in your way. So what are the things that tend to hold you back? Fear, for example, right? Um, All those things, just write everything down. And then number four, release and let go of those things that don't serve you anymore. Look at that list and think, I want to let go of these things. Now, there's many ways you can do that. And I work on this in my membership all the time. We do this around every new and full moon. So you... I. 
you're so welcome to join us in the Rising Free membership to get some guidance and help with this and to make sure that you are really letting go of those things, um, also through coaching programs. But I will just say very briefly, write the things down, rip up the paper and burn it outside. There's one way that you can let go of it, okay? All right, so that was number four, was releasing and letting go of the things that don't serve you. So we just talked about that. Number five, create a vision of what you are calling in. So what does this new life look like? So now you've written down what you want, you're written down what's in your way and you released it. So now you have this beautiful space for your dream, okay? And now create a vision in your mind or a vision board or draw something or just journal about it. It doesn't really matter how, but I want you to create in your mind and in your heart so that you can feel the joy of having what it is that you want, this new beginning, okay? We're standing here at a new beginning. As you're heading forward, as you take that first step into the winter, into the new moon, into the new year, where are you going? What does that place look like, feel like, smell like? What is it like to have all of that? I want you to live there and create this vision and be there, whether, like I said, it's in your journal, in your mind, in meditation, uh, visualization, or a vision board or whatever. So create that vision and get emotionally excited about it. And then, you know what, when you come out of that and you're feeling all warm and glowy inside, most likely your conscious mind or your subconscious mind, sorry, will actually give you some steps. Like you'll get these ideas. You'll come out of this visualization or out of this visioning session excited for the possibilities and with ideas. They'll just come to you. So plan to do something. Write those things down, for example. Meditate on those things. Journal. Get a mentor. Coach. Take a course buy a book or, and I have something really amazing for you to get this all launched really well, is to join our 21 days of mindfully rising in 2023. This is the handholding that I was mentioning earlier. For 21 days, you will receive a video every single morning, okay? You'll get email the video with mindfulness practice and lessons like a brief meditation, a visualization, some journaling prompts, breath work to relieve stress and anxiety, for example, all kinds of tips and ideas for how to start your day, start your week, and get those first 21 days started. Now, you've probably heard that it takes 21 days to start a habit, and some people will tell you it takes 67 days to start a habit. I'm not sure which one is correct, but what I do know is that after those 21 days, you will have 21 different practices and ideas of what you can do to carry this forward. You choose the ones that work for you. You continue with the practices, with the habits that you really enjoyed. This is an incredible opportunity to really start off the new year focusing on you, focusing on mindfulness practices, focusing on how you can remain peaceful, calm, loving, grounded, centered with yourself, aligned with your values as you move forward through this challenging time and as you start the building blocks of this year, which I know is going to be an amazing year for yourself. 
So I'm really excited about sharing that with you. The links and everything to all of that will be below, of course. Before I go, I promised you I would go back to some journaling prompts. And of course, journaling is a huge part of these practices and such an incredible tool when it comes to releasing, healing, manifesting, calling in, getting clear on what you want. You know, buy yourself a really pretty journal. It doesn't have to be expensive. Just buy something you love to open every single day and write in to create your new life. So here are the journaling prompts again. What do I want this year to feel like? What do I want this year to look like? How do I want to show up for myself? How do I want to show up for those I love? And what is my first step? We are all about baby steps here, okay? You don't have to have a six-month plan, a 12-month plan, or a 10-year plan. Just know what you want to do first. One step. It doesn't matter if it's a significant step or insignificant. It's a step in the right direction. All I'm asking you to do is think about what you want, get really clear on it, get rid of the crap that's in your way, and then just take one little itty bitty step. And one of those steps, by the way, is joining our 21 days of mindfully rising in 2023. That's a step. You sign up for that, then you have committed to yourself for 21 days. So by the time January comes to an end, you're already on your way. You're already feeling less stressful, less anxious. You're feeling more positive. You're more excited about the year to come. You are handling stress better. You are coping better with things that are coming up. You're not afraid. You're not, or at least you're less afraid, okay? That's what we're reaching for. Let's just take that little step and be less afraid. Let's take a step and feel a little bit more at peace. Let's take a step that gives you the tools that you need when you're feeling anxious and stressed so that you can reduce the anxiety and the stress. How does that sound? Okay, so I'm really excited about kicking off this year with you. I will drop all the details in the show notes. I think I'm gonna wrap up here. I was so excited about sharing this with you and I hope that this has been of value to you. This is a beautiful time for new beginnings. I feel new beginnings growing in me. I can't wait to share all my plans with you as 2023 starts unfolding. You know, we have so many exciting things coming up already. Never mind the 21 days of mindfully rising, but we also have courses, you know, courses to overcome betrayal, to to increase your self-worth, to to overcome, you know, abuse and oh, so much more. So I'm drawing a blank. I apologize for the pausing while I'm trying to list these things. Um, I'm actually kicking off a whole chakra healing course. There's so much going on. And then, of course, the greatest of all, we're going to Costa Rica in March. And by the way, we will be doing all of these things there. So 21 days of rising and then just start packing your bags and getting organized and join us in Costa Rica so that we can take this journey even farther. We can really embody self-love and giving yourself that time and space to create, to get excited, to get into your vision and to really live into what you deserve, which is to have your feet walking in the ocean, you know, in Costa Rica with 
all of us to be part of the sisterhood, to to go away and treat yourself to something so loving and beautiful. And by the way, there will be the most glorious full moon ritual on the beach in the middle of the week that we're there. Like I am beyond excited about celebrating the full moon with all of you. Wow. So I'm sure you can hear my excitement about what's coming up for the separation club and therefore for you. This is all being created for you. I hope you found some inspiration today. Um, Let me know if you have any questions. uh, You can reach out to me. You can find me in the links in the show notes. And until next time, I wish you happy holidays. I wish you peace and love and strength and courage as you get through these next few challenging days. And then it's over and we turn our gaze forward in a big way, in a bright way, And I will be there with you every step of the way. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for making this first quarter of my podcast such an incredible success and such a pleasure to do. I feel so, so grateful for all of you listening, for your reviews that you've left me. And feel free to leave one if you haven't. Share this with someone who might benefit from hearing it. And let's pay it forward, shall we? Blessings, so much love. I'll see you next week.